1: You hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The Champions League returns tonight and it's chaos creeping in at Old Trafford. It's Tuesday, 15th of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke
2: Moore. And I'm the new Hunter-Raja.
0: Welcome,
1: everybody. What a terrific Tuesday we've got for you on the Football Ramble. We've, we've, we've already mentioned... The Champions League there. Old Trafford, Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world. But we're going to start with Steve Bruce. We
3: are going to start with (laughs) Steve Bruce. But before we do, can I just pull you up on something? Because you asked, is chaos starting to creep in at Old Trafford? I mean... Have you been watching football much
1: recently? Oh come on! It's
3: like saying in 1944. Is there, is there a war? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a war on the
1: way. Well, some people were late to the party.
3: I can't wait to get stuck into Man United. Particularly when Vicious is here. Yeah. By the way, let
1: me correct myself. World War II was not a party.
2: No, it okay. wasn't. No,
3: not really. It wasn't, wasn't. It
1: wasn't at all. They had it. a
2: party afterwards when it finished. <laughs> they did in they the did. street with Victoria sponge, and rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so. Victoria,
3: which is <laughs> which is my favourite cake. I would say your favourite cake is oh yeah, the...
1: up there with mm. carrot cake. Carrot is very good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember carrot cake before they had the icing on the top.
2: Oh, now you're talking. In those little in the little silver tins with the what was it, you know, the white and blue um covering. What what was that brand? You know, you can buy them in supermarkets.
1: White and blue covering.
2: Yeah, there's like you know, they had the cardboard box of the uh, you know, which had the carrot cake with the icing. You're having a breakdown. <laughs> this is a specific brand. I'm not surely people remember this. Sainsbury's.
3: People, um, people, people will, of course, tweet in to you directly, I hope, yeah. about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you can share that information with us.
1: Anyway. <laughs> From Victoria Sponge to Steve Bruce. <laughs> not even a link. Um, <laughs> <It's> just...
3: <laughs> you say, Matt, one man who's perhaps treating himself to a cake last no, night. No, don't nice. do that. Because oh, he got a point. Fair Fair enough. Enough. He
1: wanted more than a point. We all yeah. did. Listen,
3: there's not one of us around that didn't watch that last night and want more.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, West Brom drew nil-nil with Blackburn Rovers. Yeah. And uh, Stevie Bruce, it was his first home game at the the Hawthorns, of course. Yeah. Um, and both uh, sides have gone four games without a goal, which is surprising because both sides have ambitions to be promoted to the Premier League.
3: They do, and Blackburn particularly have found it really tough recently, which is a, you know, a real issue for them because if they had just picked up eight points of the four games... Um, last four games they've only picked up two and not scored um, they'd be in the top two positions
1: there we are you so see.
3: that's that's what you've got to do in the championship you've just got to relentlessly mm. smash it out but I watched this game the majority of this game last night mm-hmm. and I just don't know why I bother
1: <laughs> did you tune in to see big Andy Carroll teaming up he, with well, Steve Andy Bruce? Carroll was quite good he was he put yeah, himself he was.
3: about Mate, yeah. I'm telling
1: you there's a player in there but the game I've was i told right, you but the game I, at, the,
3: at the time the game was on yeah. some of our American friends mm. um Tweeted about how it's crazy that in England you can't watch the three o'clock kickoff still. I just replied, I was angry because mm. of this game. I just replied saying, Don't bother, don't yeah. give us more games to watch because no. half the games are complete shit. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and like, I was fuming last night with that. <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> 20,680, mate, brave souls <laughs> have
1: gone out to that game. Yeah. And that's what they've been given. Well, it's always, you know, you, you applaud the clean sheet, don't you? I mean I uh, yeah, found it hard to, Everyone's mate. got something there. I found
2: it hard to. But wow. even then, it was it was tempered by the fact that, what well, they've lost the last three games 2-0 West Brom. Mm. So even the clean sheet was like, right, about fucking time. Exactly, yeah. But give us something a bit more. It felt like, I'm with Luke, it was a very dull, drab game, but it felt even worse when Breris and Diaz got injured yeah. 70 minutes in. And I was like, OK, so neither of the team needed this. No,
1: <laughs> absolutely right. But has Brucey stopped the rot? Because you said, you know, they've lost a few games. Well, well, probably probably some, not. Read, read some of his quotes. OK, then. <laughs> I enjoy the honesty and the effort of the championship <laughs> and it's nice because Steve Bruce is a very honest man and he's back yeah. in an honest league none of that Premier League lying or, you know, <laughs> that he's had to endure Have you seen
2: the table have you seen what the table's <laughs> yeah, saying <exactly>. about us <laughs> we, we should
1: be higher uh, we need to get a couple of victories pretty quickly and that's why I'm here you
3: haven't
2: got one yet Steve
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've been parachuting in to get those <laughs> victories um, he said set pieces look like our best weapon at the moment don't give it away Steve cards no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. closer to that that's also depressing in its own way. Is it saying that? Not when you've got Big Andy in I'm there. I'm
3: not looking to score any goals from open play. That's not what I found wants to hear, not is it? That's quite what he said. Well, you can I read between
1: the lines. Yeah. Well, he did say we must find a bit of creativity from somewhere in the team. That's not a confidence booster, <laughs> is it? Somewhere in here. I don't know where it is rattling around. Is there any Hello, is there any creativity? <laughs> did he said like, like quite an
3: absent-minded way while he was looking around the dressing room. Yeah. I need to find some creativity
1: in there.
2: Looking
3: under a box. Uh, can,
1: you, can you just move out of the way? He's yeah, I think yeah. I, I think I got the quotes mixed up because I think that's what he said and then he saw Andy Carroll and went, well, set pieces are our best friend yeah. at the moment.
3: But Andy Carroll was game last night. He was honest. Yeah, he, he worked Well, it's in the championship.
1: Off. You've got to be honest in the championship.
3: He, exactly. He fits it perfectly. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, West Brom fans are within... I know that Steve Bruce is supposed to be a lovely fellow and all that good stuff, but West Brom fans having seen what they've seen at Newcastle... And I was surprised, and I said at the time, and I think we was on the show with Vish at the time, and we talked about him taking this job, which may be a little bit surprising. West Brom are a team who don't concede goals in, they haven't really conceded the goals this season. I think they've got the joint best record in the championship. Mm. So there's the platform right there. But <clears throat> they've got two tough games coming up, away at Luton and away at Middlesbrough. Mm. And, and they hasn't, he, I mean, he hasn't won a game yet, so therefore you're essentially, new man, the famous new manager bounces over, yeah. and they need to get moving, West Brom. They were doing well. And if they don't get a result over Middlesbrough, they're going to be a little bit adrift in the playoff picture now. Yeah. So, but what I saw last night, I don't, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. No. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't. The problem is, you know, you want to watch football on the big TV. Mm. I've got a TV in the spare room in my house, yeah. which I sometimes watch football on. What a luxury! But sometimes I want to watch it on the big telly. Yeah. And I cannot get a game like that past the household. And, and yeah, them to let them, because they're going to say, "Well, last time you wanted to put a game on TV, mm-hmm. look what happened." <clears> so I need to really ration what the games I can watch on the big talent. you're
2: Only as good as your last game. Yeah, that's right. I want yeah.
3: Ultra HD. I don't know why I want to see that in more detail. <laughs> Give me the fucking pixelated version. Very true. Very true. Gentlemen. You
2: know when people say that you know um, pundits or fans of Premier League teams are out of touch. What do they mean by that? <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know. No. I don't know.
2: But I think we, we, we are within our rights, Vish, to call out
3: a game when it's been shit. Yeah, yeah. We're in a privileged position here. It's a great job we've got to talk about football. We relish it. We really enjoy mm. it. But I cannot honestly say to our listeners, every single one of them whom I respect, mm. I can't come in here and lie. No. i am telling you, that was a shit-out. There was I one
2: mean, bright it, spot, Red Akadra for Blackburn Rovers when he came on to replace Beres and Diaz. He okay. looks... Lively. Okay. That but,
3: was a lot of fun. But that... I mean, do, do we have um, information on the...
1: Um... So a substitute who came on for the last 20 minutes... Yeah. ...who didn't score and provide <laughs> anything looked all right.
2: Yeah, but he looked, he looked pretty good. So he's from he's from Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. Um, Brighton signed him last year and he's on loan from Brighton. And he looks pretty tidy. And he'll get more game time now. Okay. But
1: what Do, if, we, do we have anything about Diaz's injury or not? Uh, we don't. But I, just for, for such a drab game, we haven't half strung it out for our podcast <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's an art form, mate. I just... Look, Steve Bruce is in, West Brom fans. He will turn the tide around and you never know. The the, the playoffs are there for the taking.
3: I don't think... You didn't even sound like you believed that.
1: Brucey... Well, no, I just... It's yet to be seen what what, what state Bruce is in at the moment, but he's there for the victories and I think he could do that.
2: You You know you were saying before, I think you were saying about a month ago, where people read the description of the podcast. uh, oh, they talked about our team today. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I I know, but what do you want me to do? first. What do you want me to do? Well, let's talk about Vish's team right now. Yeah. Yeah, Before do we do that,
3: I just wanted to say to our listeners that Marcus does, it's, it's half secret, you do actually quite like Brucey.
1: Well, which, Steve Bruce. You got that picture of him jumping off the boat. <laughs> I just think he's given us a lot. Yeah,
3: he yeah, <laughs> <it> has. <laughs> to be fair, in the Ramble Pantheon, I mean, he's, yeah. not, he's not quite God-tier. He's not Keegan, <laughs> but he's up there. He's done a lot for us, he I has.
1: I, and people might think, well, how has he given you a lot? Yeah, what, 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 I, I'm looking for other things. I think, yeah. from football managers, often
3: like a man jumping off a boat. Exactly, and yeah. and, and, With and another he, man looking
1: at it, <laughs> which you love for some reason, <laughs> some reason. Yeah, oh, we don't Just have time. Your choice, all right, anyway, yeah. look from let, let's let's move on to Manchester <laughs> United. We've talked about a, a former Manchester United legend, and you can't deny that Vish. Yeah. You he a le- yeah he's a legend of a player. He He's a legend of the, yeah, he was, yes, legend suppose, of the yeah. club. Right, okay, no need to do that hand gesture. When I yeah. That. But I, I said at the start, <laughs> is chaos creeping in at uh, Old Trafford? Um, I mean, when the club announced Ralph Rangnick's, uh, the sort the of grand plan, if you like, with, with Ralph Rangnick, it received quite well. But opinions have changed and are changing. Vish, how is your opinion shaped by what's happened of late? Because when he came in there, we thought, oh, this is not bad. And now you must be feeling, like me, pretty stupid.
2: <laughs> no, I, f- I, feel, I feel totally vindicated. Everything thought I thought was wrong at the club, that yeah. it wasn't just on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, that it wasn't just the idea that mm-hmm. United didn't have, you know, a cohesive um, plan above the playing group. It was evidently stuff wrong with the playing group that um, needed to be sorted out. And I think we've seen in the last month uh-huh. that yeah, i not just with Ralph Rangnick's bluntness as well, but the reaction mm. to some of the things that he said, which are
1: all entirely true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for example, what? Well, you said the things he said, which are all entirely true.
2: Well, in terms of the, the fact that the attitude from the players hasn't been particularly great, that they've been, some of them have been unwilling to, I suppose, strip strip their games down for the betterment of the team, that there are issues around, well, certainly needing another striker, for example, or needing a striker under the age of 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also having, you know, the, the issues with midfield, the fact that there isn't really too much balance there, the fact that, mm-hmm. yeah, just all those things really. And the idea that, I've, I, as I said before, I really like his bluntness. I really like the fact that it's put a few people's noses out of joint. And I think it's most pronounced in someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. who probably sees R- Ralph Ragnick and thinks, "Sorry, who are you?" Yeah, yeah. and he's saying these things to him and um, trying to get him to do things behind closed doors that he wasn't particularly happy with. And I wonder also if the last time Ronaldo was talked to in this manner would have been at Real Madrid by Zinedine Zidane, who he thinks. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: You've got your show reel and I've got mine. But yeah. Yours is pretty good as well. well. A report in Spain from AS has claimed that Cristiano Ronaldo's relationship with Big Ralph is totally fractured. Mm. And uh, he's angry after he, you know, he said he should, should be scoring more goals. And, um, and he doesn't believe that Rangnick is at the level to manage a team like Manchester United, which, Luke Moore, is a fair point, is it not?
3: I think it's true. I think I, I, but I think that, you know, what's Ronaldo's motivation here? Uh, Vision knows more about Man United than I do, so he can correct me if I'm wrong. But to me, it feels like Ronaldo's at Man United for an ego rub and to pad his record, you know. And so that's all very well and good if you can, you know, if you can get someone to pay to do that, which he has been able to do because Man United are a shambles. But it's not great for the team dynamic, is it? Mm. Um, and you know, when you look at them, you haven't got to even be that knowledgeable about, about football to to see how disjointed they are, how slow they are getting back, uh, working back, how big the gaps are. Compared to, I mean, even to, I mean, compared to a team like Southampton, you know, Southampton, I mean, it was a draw, fine. Southampton kind of did well to get back into it. Teams have had joy getting back into games against Man United, but they're just so much more coherent. They're so much more better coach. And I don't think that makes Ralph, the fact that Man United aren't doesn't make Ralph Arnick a bad coach. Mm. Both the things can be true. He can be not fully experienced or qualified or, or, or right for the job at Man United, but he can also be a pretty good coach. Um, I think the way they're doing things is, well, it doesn't take me to say it, but the way things are going at United is is because that club is an absolute shambles from top to bottom. And I haven't even talked about the fact that players, and Vish may know more about this than me, but that players are br- clearly briefing against the club. They're clearly, regularly briefing journalists and people in the media about mm. what's going on.
1: And well, That's when Gary Neville talked about this, didn't they? There's leaks yeah. in the dressing room. Yeah, well, there are,
3: clearly are. There's all these, So many stories are coming out. Mm. And, and it never used to go like that, particularly on the Ferguson. So, You know Ferguson ran a tight ship. Fine, that was a different era, and and you know I could sit here and talk endlessly about excuse me about the problems they've got, and I don't even take that much of an interest in Man United personally. But
1: and and you I agree with everything you're saying, and you mentioned Ferguson, that's still Mm. a part of. I don't want to say problem, the issue perhaps at Manchester United when when you know um, this sort of transition, you know, and we've seen it at Arsenal to a lesser extent. I just think Manchester United when they talk about it's this relentless trying to find self again. And actually, you know, the self that Manchester United had was Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah, That's the yeah. way football works. Owners change, managers change, players change. The fans are the only thing that stay the same, which is why they're so important and why it's a disgrace when they're, when they're treated badly. But with Manchester United, it's, it's, that, that era was great. And that era then finishes and the way oh but we managed Manchester United, we this is the way we do things. Is it is it the way the Glazers do things? Is it the way David Moyes or Louis Van Haal and so on do things? Is it the way Bruno Fernandez do the, that's that that is the, the, thing, the thing. As I say, the badge is the same, the, the old Trafford is the same, but but you have different personnel coming in. It's almost like governments, do you know what I mean? That lot are out, this lot are in.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
1: and um and, and, and I think that there's still a sort of almost like a lack of understanding of that. And I know that takes away perhaps some of the rom- romance of football, but take someone like Chelsea. They've chopped and changed managers, yet they still manage to win trophies because they've made pretty good appointments by and large. And if they don't work out, they get rid of them and they get someone else who, who does come in. Whereas Manchester United, this, this idea of stability, an idea of... It, it, it's football. The, the stability is a financial situation. It is not a manager coming in and saying, right, this is how we play. Look even at Barcelona, where they're meant to play in a certain way. It was Reichardt who came in, as we talked about, then Guardia. But now look at them. They're a bit, that, the, that, the stability is because of the financial situation. They're trying to get back to the old feeling getting in Xavi. But, but, but Manchester United, I just think that make a good appointment because the Glazers come under a lot of scrutiny. I get that totally and I agree with that. They've spent a lot of money. It's not like Mike Ashley at Newcastle. They, they yeah. have spent a lot of money. Now, I'm not saying, therefore, fans should be grateful. I'm not doing that whole Rio Ferdinand and Newcastle <laughs> thing at all. But had the, the position of manager been, been a, a, a better appointed and had some of the players and personnel, then maybe it would have gone a bit better. You're trying to tell me that with some of those players and spending a little bit more wisely, Manchester United couldn't have had a team that would maybe be challenging or, or, or you know, Knuckle down and and uh, and get that fourth spot a little bit more cleanly, and yeah. rather than challenging some of those other sides.
2: The thing I disagreed with with uh, Ralph Rangnick hiring was that you United know, were basically writing off two thirds of the season mm. to yeah. basically, essentially build a more attractive job mm-hmm. for someone else. In mm-hmm. this case, you know, Pochettino is the one who's been talked up. The whole the whole crux
3: of this point is that you know. Perhaps this is going to sound a little bit controversial. When you're a club the size of Man United, it's actually not that hard. Mm. Like, yeah, if, if if the Glazers, so now we're led to believe the ownership wants to wants to you know run this as a as a, as, a, as the way they want to run it, right? So they, they it's a it's a financial mm-hmm. kind of thing. They want they mm-hmm. they've leveraged the club, they want to take money, so they've not invested in the infrastructure and all the rest of it, right? So I understand they don't want to do that. Mm. But what I'm saying to you is this: if you're Man United. It's not difficult mm. to go out and find the best technical director no, I, I, or football. director I, I agree. in the world. Yeah, mm. totally. If you yeah. want to do it, you yeah. can do it. Yeah. Now, it might well, but you might not get your number one choice because mm. the time is not quite right. But you'll get probably the top two or th- one of the top two or three football directors in the world. Yeah. And then it all comes down from the top. They haven't done that because they don't want to, and this is the result. Mm. And they need to get real. They need to get real if they want to be successful, because otherwise it's just lip service. Mm. It's just like we were Man United. We've spent loads of money on players. Actually, spending money on players when you're a a financial behemoth like fucking United isn't that difficult? Yeah, because the turnover is so big, the finances are going to be fine. They just don't want to continue to invest in the infrastructure because they don't give a shit, and that's this is the result.
1: Yeah, well, Paul Merson said that. Ralph Paul Rangnick, Merson, what's he say? He said Ralph Rangnick should It'll be sort it out. He should be sacked to nip all this in the bud.
2: <laughs> That'll sort it. <laughs> but but this is the thing. <laughs> like it, it's like the it, yeah. this is the thing that I find a little bit irksome about a lot of the conversations around on it because everyone knew that when he came in, he was given, as I said before, a remit that I didn't necessarily agree with, but I kind of understand it because it was the result of all the poor management previously in the way that they United just hired managers without thinking about fits and whether that's Van Gaal or Jose Mourinho or whether it was the way they gave it to Oleg on a because he gets the club essentially mm. and thinking that they could write we'll just you know basically throw money at quick fixes of, of basically what represents, you know, multi, multi-million pound marketing deals in terms of <clears> getting <throat> Pogba in or bringing back Ronaldo. And so there was an element of like having, having to redress this and having to, you know, get rid of some of the rot before this new set, set-up is in place. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be, I, I'm generally at the point though, where I think it would be quite funny if the hierarchy United were like, yeah, fine, we'll just get rid of him.
3: Just very quickly, <clears throat> I think it's, it's quite interesting though because he might end up doing such a bad job that he won't be able to be the director.
2: Then. Well, that, yeah, so that's the thing I'm quite interested in. I think the because because I do think that you know some of the some of the football has been better. Obviously, the results haven't been great at all. But uh, yeah, I do wonder at what point. If he, because the the thing that helps United right now is that fourth is so open. They talked about it on the show yesterday. Yes. It is still anyone's if they want it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens if United get to a point where it is beyond them? Do they do they pull the cord early then, or presumably because of how he was given the job, he just sails into that other job? Well, yeah. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting.
1: It would be very interesting because if there was... Kind of unprecedented in a way. It is, it in is. in a good way. Of course, but if there was suddenly the, the managerial role at Manchester United suddenly became open and they needed a short-term appointment... Here we yeah. go. Where are we going? Might I glance over to Miami? <laughs> um, because what, Will Smith? In an, <laughs> in an interview yesterday, Phil Neville said that Manchester United might not have success for years and stressed there is no divine right to win. And he's absolutely spot on there. And a man who who speaks in facts and knows the club could well find himself back there at some point.
3: I love the fact that he doesn't find it demeaning or patronising that at every entire Miami press conference he just gets asked about Man United.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also, also, what's your he, brother like? If he <laughs> if he does get the job, might he continue that uh-huh. you know that thought? Of like, look, there's no divine right to success. Um, no, <laughs> Phil,
3: sorry, Fizzer. Um, just question. One more question. Um. Was your brother really best man at David Beckham's wedding?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil said that he's been receiving total support from David Beckham uh, in his job at, into Miami, so it yeah. might, he may be there for a while. I mean, talk about stability and longevity could happen. Yeah. We could see, you know, a sort of a Diego Simeone situation coming along there. In what
3: um, way? Wages? In what? Well, aside from wages, in what way is he going to be? like Diego Simeone
1: uh, not win the Champions League. So, uh, <laughs> very disrespectful to Diego Simeone apologies Diego. But um but he but he talked about uh, Salford City where there's been a proper old churn of coaches and he said the managers that we've sacked at Salford are the ones who maybe for the last 3 months stopped talking to my brother. As soon, <laughs> as, soon as the communication stops, I think you're dead. And I think that's worrying for physics he does like to whisper a little, doesn't he? Yeah. And actually, the, the, the owners of the club may think the communication's gone dead. They just can't hear him. Mm. So who, who knows? Um, just one more quote from uh, for Fizzer, if I may. This is on a more personal uh, level. He was talking about some uh, home comforts and, and how he's uh, adapted to, to Miami. He said, it's a beautiful city. And he said, uh, there's an English shop just down the road. Pond Hoppers, it's called. <laughs> we go down there and get Kit Kats, dairy milks and jelly babies.
3: Yeah, you can get a lot more at Hoppers as well. I was on their website earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, best. It's called, it's the, the, the subtitle of their uh, business is Best of British.
1: Absolutely. So, I
3: mean, if you, you, anything you can
1: think of, really? you know. G- game recognises game, You it? want
3: to get yourself a, uh, marmite for, for some reason, a jar of dolmio. You can get that. <laughs> I don't know why, but you can. You can get all sorts. <clears throat> British That's biscuits. They, they even do... Um, Tiki masala? Sherbet uh, <laughs> sh- dib-dabs.
2: Ooh.
1: There you there right, go. See. Fizzer, get involved, me old son. Yeah. All right, everybody. Let's have a quick break.
0: Join Luke Moore and me, Pete
1: Donaldson, for an unplanned half hour where we discuss life's great mysteries like can a man survive by eating roadkill as well as the week's most bizarre news stories and your ridiculous
3: adventures like this one about an almost catastrophic shortcut. We eventually came to a large railed fence which I decided we should climb, a scaled to 15 foot-ish fence. And as I was sat atop ready to jump down, three or four police came running from a little building we hadn't noticed before shouting at me and grabbing my mate Sam. I was faced with the choice of legging it onto the other side of the fence or gallantly going back to help my friend. I returned to Sam and the quite pissed off police in my gallantry was rewarded as they advised me that I had been climbing into the zoo <laughs> and would have landed in an animal enclosure.
1: Listen to The Luke and Pete Show wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Monday and Thursday.
0: The Luke and Pete Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
3: Obviously, very disappointed with
1: the performance today.
3: Absolute shit.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. That was uh, Crawley manager John Yems speaking after a defeat at the weekend.
3: Yeah. Our, our pal and friend of the show, Mark Dunfordson, that and he's, oh, he's, yeah. on, he's on the beat down in Crawley and. Uh... He said, Oh, you might, you might like this.
1: Yeah. Well, Absolute have, shit. And we do. Very <laughs> much so, uh, Mr. Dumford. Absolutely. Creepy crawly there. Always a pleasure to have them involved. All right, everybody. I believe it's time for some emails. Rumble. I
0: want to know which round goes to. So I'm sending you a quality jingle. Showardfootballramble.com. I really like his hair.
3: Peter Bandesk that. Yeah. One of my faves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, show at for your emails. A couple of people have sent emails in. First up is our friend Ross who says, Hi all, but mainly Pete. Oh. No childish Gambino for the Super Bowl halftime show. Shambolic. Get rid of it. <laughs> stupid game. <laughs> Um, Marcus do you want to just very briefly explain to some of our younger listeners or, or recent listeners what that's all about
1: I do for the, uh, the I know Russia, you do the you've, Russia, you've, been yeah. you've been
3: looking forward to it for about 26 minutes now for
1: the, for, the, for the Russia World Cup of course in 2018 Robbie Williams opened the tournament mm. some people thought well is that slightly surprise, but I think he's a bit of a global star and so on. I mean maybe uh, one could have said because they've got maybe someone a bit bigger someone who maybe um, is, is a bit more known in, in the Americas as well something like that whereas Pete was dead against the whole thing he thought that it was it was not good enough yeah. it was a poor uh, a, a choice from from, from Russia and, and I can understand that Yeah, and then he ne- undermined his argument by saying it should have been somebody like I don't know Childish Gambino <laughs> for those who might not know him uh, he played uh, the young Lando Calrissian in the film Solo <laughs> <laughs> he's done some other stuff to be fair he has to be fair, um, yeah.
3: Jack French hello to you Jack uh, Jack's got an email um that, um, that kind of focuses on you, Mr. Mr. Hantaraja. He says, during some chat last week regarding Burnley's backlog of games, the Rambles resident cricket pervert, <laughs> Petushina Hantaraja said Could
2: the following... Could be Jules right now, by the way. Yeah.
3: <laughs> said the following, just get it done. When you've got something important to do, get it done quickly. Don't worry about the results. Get it done. <laughs> As a result, the man is now officially one public scandal away from being a front bench MP <laughs> and is six to one to be the next Brexit minister. Thanks very much, Jack. Anything to say on that
2: fish? Well we got it done, didn't we? And now it's all plain sailing yeah, from here. Yeah,
3: yeah. Sunlit uplands. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Jules is a cricket person as well now. You, do you feel a bit threatened by that? Quite poetic in a way, quite Shakespearean. Mm. You guys have had a big rivalry Yeah. and now all of a sudden she's moved straight into your territory. Yes. That, is, that
2: is tanks on the lawn.
3: That son. is trying, very much. Trying to
2: turn my people against
3: us. Oh yeah,
1: big time. She is now a lady of the bat. Yeah, she is a lady of the bat. <laughs> and uh, that and, will be terrifying for you, I and think.
3: And we got a briefing actually earlier from Jules Direct, Marcus and I. As yes. a result, we are Team Breach.
1: Yeah. So. Team Breach. She yeah. carries that bat around with her, by the yeah. way <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're in big trouble,
1: mate. <laughs> uh, but remember, everybody, you can get your emails in uh, to showatfootballramble.com. And of course, tomorrow on the show, it's Pep Talks. Pep Talks. So get in any of your dilemmas or questions. Showatfootballramble.com. Tweet us at FootballRamble. I am right. so happy. I am so happy. Drink water and relax. Yeah. Because the Champions League is returning this evening. That is good news. For it those is. of fans of clubs who are involved, and for the neutrals as well. For those who remember former glories of Champions League, it must be a little bit painful. But there we are, Vish. Uh, you can at least appreciate it from uh, a different vantage point. You still enjoy the games tonight, will you, Vish? Yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. Still,
2: well, well yeah. It's um, PSG Real Madrid. Yeah. That's exciting. Big. You've got to be excited for that. I think PSG are going to do them. You can, you can lament modern football and mm. what it's become. Yes. Still... Put your spoon that's in the they, trough, that's how go.
1: they get you. That's how they get you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you think, ah, oh, football these days, oh, there's fucking so much going on, and there's loads wrong with it. And then you say, oh, PSG Real Madrid, I oh, know I'm definitely going to watch that.
1: <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like yeah. you can you can sort of bemoan the fact that, you know, a lot of food now it's highly processed, too much yeah. sugar, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then when you're at the fast food outlets and all this, oh, come on then.
3: You're talking to a man who went down to Taco Bell on Clapham High Street on a Sunday.
1: Did you? Yeah. That's a long, uh, yeah. it's not too bad. Not 15 too bad. minutes in the car. Taco Bell. Eh? Do you know
3: what I do as well? I get the takeaways. So my wife loves Taco Bell. It's yes. a bit of a taste at home for her. Mm. And um, there's one clapping. so I go. I went down.
1: They got everything. She got the order in. South London vibes.
3: Do you know? How I'll keep it warm on the way home. I've got a heat. on it. I've got heated yeah. seats. Ah. So I put them on and put a coat over the top of the food Lovely so enough. it's getting warmed from the bottom and being kept in. Yeah. So it's still piping when it gets home. Is it's
2: this cool why you smell a Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah,
3: weirdly. <laughs> I always have done. This is the first time I've had it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so the Champions League is back, everybody. That is good news. Now, have you seen that in their eternal generosity, UEFA have announced that they will offer 10,000 free tickets to fans of clubs that reach this season's final? That's mm. not, not too bad. It's, it's a nice thing to do yes um, I would check the small print though yeah I'm
3: already th- I'm
2: already <laughs> thinking right well, yeah. okay
1: for, for what though yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have to wear UEFA yeah. fleeces and garments you have to clean snow off pitches for a year exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well there'll be a further 8,000 uh, for the Europa League final 6,000 for the ECL final and 6,000 for the Women's Champions League final as well I mean UEFA have said that clubs just can't pass them on to sponsors as it's uh, uh, it's, a, it's a reward to fans for their support of uh, European football during the pandemic because a lot do go to sponsors um, of course so yes but I, mean, I thought
2: that was from a separate uh, this is the thing I can't work out I right. think, so presumably this won't eat into a club's Normal
1: allocation, though? Well, I bloody well hope so. No, that, yeah. that sounds like it's, that's not the case. Yeah, okay. That would be ridiculous. Because
2: I thought it was UEFA, basically, who then distributed them to the sponsors to the relevant sponsors for those competitions do you know what I mean
1: yeah I see what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. well I think uh, yeah so the clubs can't just say there you go here's yeah. the to the sponsors yeah so I think they're trying to preserve I mean it is to say they're saying thank you for the support during I the th- pandemic th- I think
3: there might be a reason they're giving 6,000 away for the conference league final <laughs> is that right yeah
1: that is true anyone yeah. looking
3: forward to that one that uh, starts this Thursday
1: uh, it could be uh, the Champions League final's taking place at St Petersburg's Gazprom Arena <laughs> awkward yeah. there is the romance of football everybody and,
3: fo- and fo- the football authorities will not have political interference in their. Game, so
1: <laughs> everything will be fine exactly yeah get yourself a free ticket and you're golden and a cool cup of Gazprom as well um, <laughs> a cup <laughs>
3: a cup of what gas yeah
1: <laughs> comes in liquid form now yeah, uh, I think so. UA for branded, but uh, in the Champions League itself, Sporting are hosting Manchester City uh, this evening. Uh, interesting one. Manchester City, of of course, uh, hammered Norwich on Saturday. A perfect hat trick for Raheem Sterling. I'm glad that that has been recognised by some people. <laughs> mm. it, that's how we describe it. And that does, I have to say, does cheapen it a bit when you think of a perfect hat trick. In that manner, but left foot, right foot header—that's what we call it in this. Did he also
2: miss a penalty in that game?
1: Yeah, he did yeah. Yeah, yeah so that was the, that was the left foot. Yeah. So he
2: missed the penalty and it came on. Oh, of course he did. I, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, to yeah. think
1: that he thought, oh, that is a bit annoying. I've missed a penalty, but mm. perfect hat trick's on baby." Yeah, I mean yeah. it
2: was a, it was a, the the right foot shot was deflected.
1: The header was from two yards, <laughs> mm. and but doesn't matter. It all
2: count.
3: Well, United fan isn't it? I'm I it I'm not exactly. having a go.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that's what a crap hat trick. Yeah,
3: no, perfect. Isn't it weird how one of the things that kind of typifies Guardiola at City mm. is that, you know, you have players who, and I can think of a few examples where you think, uh, and, and and the media start talking about how, oh, you know, he's not played for a while or does he fit the system or mm-hmm. is on his way out. It happened with Aguero, obviously famously. It's happened with a couple of other players. It happened with Sterling. Yes. Who's now got 15 goals this season um in all competitions. Yeah. and And clearly... It seems to me that mm. all this stuff is just media nonsense. That all the players understand they're part of this bigger whole, and mm-hmm. they'll play a role when they need to play a role. And the squad is the most important thing, and we're trying to win all these different trophies. Mm-hmm. And they
2: seem to get that.
1: Now I'm not Could to he say, use it as a motivating factor. Does he put out a little something to the media? Maybe? Well, so, so maybe, well, maybe so, he
2: does. I don't. I don't. Th- I, I think that is true more often than not. I don't think it has been the case with Sterling because Sterling has come out and, and publicly said mm. during that period where I think where well, he only started to. He only had two stars in the first six Premier League games. I think it was about October time. Um, he did a he did something with the Financial Times. He did like one of their panels and said that yeah, it was he would October, be, he, yeah, he would be looking to to move abroad. It he was, was open to
1: a move. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and so, and I think that was then put to Guardiola, and he was like. I don't really know what to say to that. You mm. know, he's not playing at the moment because of form mm. and this, that, and the other, and that's certainly how his 2021 played out mm-hmm. outside of England, anyway. But
3: did that's, he actually say that much, or did he just say that he would, in theory, be open to move into a different club?
2: But, but it was and framed. As, on it, didn't they? Well, no, but it was. I mean, he he uh, he gave quite a uh, thorough answer because he, you know, he had the um, mm. he had the license that he had the space to. Um, but you know, there was a lot of talk of um, Barcelona originally on loan, and then with a move ahead of the summer. And there's mm. obviously Real Madrid. Sniffing around. he still hasn't put pen to paper. I don't think they've I think Guardiola said on um, on the embargo stuff on Sunday that he the talks haven't actually started in earnest between him and Sterling now that, that doesn't that doesn't mean that you know representatives between the club and the player aren't already having those conversations but he did also urge him that he he would very much like him to stay, and you know he's yeah. 27. There's mm-hmm. still plenty of time. I'd quite like His to deal see runs him. out
1: in June 2023.
2: By the yeah, way. yeah. So and yeah, generally for a player of that stature, you get the deal sorted mm-hmm. a year before. But they're
3: not. Play, we talked about this before. Players aren't doing that, though, are they? They're not doing that now.
2: Well, that also we've seen people. Yeah, you know, certainly during the pandemic, or rather just the summer just gone, and and indeed this summer with like people like Lingard controlling their own destiny by. By keeping it as low as possible, but he's not. Really, I don't think he's he's operating within that particular circle, really, isn't he? Because it's either going to be Man City or another, you know, Champions League pushing club, mm. as in to win it, as it were.
1: Yeah, very true. Mm. I yeah. I, well, it'd be interesting. Will he start tonight? I mean, he started uh, the last twelve league games for Manchester City, so it will be interesting. But I think a more interesting point is not who's going to be starting the game. Who's actually going to finish the game? Because did you see Porto versus Sporting the other day? <laughs> four men sent... I think it was five in total, but the four men sent off uh, right at the end of the game. Finished I, two, I was two. just
3: impressed by how the ref can remember...
1: I'm who impressed Yeah, to
3: send off. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many people around. I know he gets a little bit of help in the old ear. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, there's a lot going on. Well, to be fair... It's made easier because he just goes right. Where's Pepe? (laughs) No, but
3: apparently Pepe hasn't been sent off for ages in real life. In real terms, like
1: well, it was was
3: Pepe's first sending off. It's 2011 in a league game. In a league. game Well, I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's 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 a selected stat. Isn't 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 that quite surprising though? Ah. Well, I'd need to know the the stats. we might have had a, a seven cards in cup games? I haven't you know? got any more information. <laughs> yeah, so that, I think that was an easy one. But yeah, it was madness at the end of that game. It was a bit spicy. Um, but yeah, apparently the ball boys were even fighting, which oh, I love it, that. It, that's good because
2: it's setting an example to the youth. No, but
3: that is, they're so taking
1: it on board.
2: Presumably they were fighting. They weren't fighting amongst each other because they're from the same team.
3: There was, apparently there was reported there was scrap between ball
1: boys no because it was in Porto so the Porto ball boys would have got stuck in
2: yeah exactly they wouldn't again, been... they, they wouldn't, spo-
1: you don't take your own ball boys that would be good coach. wouldn't it though no, you it should would.
2: everyone take the, take the admin take the chefs as well and just fuck
1: shit <laughs> well, up I'll take yeah. that
2: same Swansea one every time you play Chelsea <laughs> yeah. you know. he's,
3: like, he's 28 now <laughs> yeah, But I like
1: that though you know if the ball boys get involved you know that there's like that is proper stability at the club yeah. you want stability it's who's yeah. going to jump in in a fight everyone's get involved
2: well it <laughs> makes sense doesn't it because all ball boys are basically from the academy aren't they yeah.
1: so they would have grown
2: up with that uh, but know, wasn't that
3: Swansea one who had the it's fight with test. Hazard wasn't he like one of the owners that or yeah. Something? Yeah. something like that yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: so it was all it was all happening apparently sporting president Federico Verandas was confronted after the game by um, the former Portugal and Porto goalkeeper Vitor Baia legend yeah after he made some comments about Porto's 84 year old president president sorry
3: Vitor Baia had the record for the most amount of trophies in European football history didn't he he Until did Ryan Giggs took it off him
1: big Gigsy. yeah um, legendary legendary player
3: yeah. I mean, he's let himself down
1: there. He has let himself he's
3: down. He's slagging off an 84 year old. Well, no, no he's not, think, he was defending no, 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 him. He I was defending him, sorry. Okay, yeah. fair enough.
1: That's the vibe you oh, see. Fair Again, that's the uniformity. That's yeah. the stability you need. It's nice Ex players are getting involved. Yeah.
3: I don't think it's going to happen tonight, sadly.
1: No. Uh, that's the thing.
3: I, I, I like to think the difference between our show and a lot of other football shows is that they'll always say, people will always say, oh, we don't like to see that. I do like to see it. No, we <laughs> and don't. And I'm yeah. happy to say that.
2: Yeah.
1: I want to see as much of it as possible. Yeah. Okay. But what about Paris Saint-Germain versus uh, Real Madrid? Big game for both clubs, of course. Um, especially after PSG president, uh, he cancelled his dinner with Florentino Perez at the Savoy in Paris last night. Did he, people, when uh, did he tell so him? How they, do people know this? Yeah, big NASA was due to uh, to have um, din din's with uh, Florentino. When did he tell him?
2: I don't know. Did he Did he call up the restaurant when he was sat down? Like, Maybe he forgot to, to, him, to book tell a table. Him who's, tell him who,
3: who's leaked it? Who's leaked that? Yeah. Garry Probably Man United player
1: Gareth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So interesting. It, it, interesting.
2: Is it weird that this
1: already feels like the Mbappe derby? No, you can't say that. The Maple Derby would be PSG versus Monaco. I have a bit of respect for Monaco. <laughs> They're so derided and harshly done by that part of the world. yeah Okay, the great okay. bunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're an honest bunch. Men are the people.
3: Their nickname is the Pilgrims. The farmers. yeah
1: Imagine if it was like yeah, exactly the, the
2: citizens or yeah. the people. You earn your money in Paris. You can You store it in Monaco. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Andy Andy was saying on it. I might have been an OTC, but it. Might not have been. It might have been some some something else. But Andy was saying Like I can't remember the exact details. But like PSG mm. in in um in France are now responsible for like forty percent of the wages in France. Oh they? man, Christ it's wow. it's absolutely ridiculous. And obviously they're they're completely smashing it in the in, in the yeah, league. Yeah, did you
1: see their game though against Rennes on Friday? Saw protests from the yeah. club's ultras. Yeah, they stand in the Parc de Prince It was empty for the first twenty-five minutes, and then there was no chanting for the rest of the first half. Uh, while they unveiled lots of banners criticising the players who they called overpaid mercenaries, which goes into your point about the wages. Oh, of
3: course, PSG have got a great tradition of having amazing fans, and uh, it's hugely historic in the oh, illustrious clubs. So. Don't ever pop at the
1: Ultras. Why not? They'll be outside the studio any minute. I now. don't mind that. Yeah. Okay. they can stick
3: around for Friday show and
1: be on Marcus Mount you like them then I would like them then um, but you know PSG Ultra's probably not that hard is that what you're oh, saying that you're... <laughs> come and have a go <laughs> at Vish and Andy yeah. uh, and Luke as well uh, Carlo Ancelotti confirmed this week that Gareth Bale will leave at the end of the season I thought his contract was just up until he decided it yeah. Yeah. maybe that would be interesting Bale as a free agent where is he going to go? We shall well, find it, out. There's talk it's that he won't... Um, Are they going to offer an extension? There's talk that he won't, he won't carry on playing, isn't there? Well, it's the PGA Tour, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can he just be contracted to Wales? Yeah, I, I mean
2: that would be a thing wouldn't it that would quite funny he
1: sh- I think he'll go back like Michael Owen near the end of his career with England yeah, yeah. or the so, way Harry Maguire's going with England uh, yeah. so in
2: uh, in uh, no not
3: poor Harry <laughs> yes poor
1: Harry he's a fine defender he's and absolute, I don't like this criticism
3: absolute shit
1: apparently with Ralph <laughs> he can only play in a back three he has played in a back four before <laughs> that he it?
3: cost 60 million that how much
1: was he more 80 80 million Man City were in for him or was that just a bit of bants? do you think Way, every
2: yeah. time you, know, every time Man City <laughs> are in for someone, Maguire or Ronaldo, yeah. and United they actually will get them, and they let them have them. It doesn't work out that well, does it? No.
1: Oh they were in for Ronaldo though. That was that was. Just no, no, that's what I mean. True, yeah. but as
2: they're signing the 18 million pounds transfer fee. Sorry, Harry. Just check.
3: You can't plan a back four as well, can not you?
2: Uh, yeah, I know, yeah people lie, I know people lie on their CV. But, yeah.
1: Did you play in a back four at Hull? That's what we <laughs> want to know. That's what we want to know. Uh, well, it will be very interesting to see how that game pans out. It is a big one, though. I'd like to end the show with, uh, talking about um, uh, another uh, Real Madrid legend, Jose Mourinho. Mm. Um, oh, former, he is a legend. Former manager. Yeah. I don't know if they would call him that, but there could be an argument. Oh, I think they would, wouldn't they? Would
3: they? Poke someone in the eye.
1: Yeah. Enough. Mm-hmm. Um, well he's having a tough time at Roma They Drew 2-2 with Sassuolo at the weekend uh, he, when he was responding to claims that he could be on the way out already he hit back I mean that that is red rag dripping red rag to a <laughs> bull. that isn't it yeah. you could be on your way out soon Jose I'm sure you've got an opinion on that yeah. he, he hit back saying it's fifth rate journalism journalism without ethics <laughs> <laughs> Mourinho went on to say the quality we have that cannot be questioned is our togetherness Excellent. So when it when it comes to question, no, no, we're together as a group. That's when you know the cracks are appearing. No one can. And say, he's
2: always said that. Yes, <laughs> he's always said that.
1: One of the most divisive managers in recent times. No one can say we're not a united group. No one can damage this team okay' from I'm going to damage this team. Uh, we may have technical limitations. There's the damage! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second goal we conceded will give me nightmares, bit more damage, uh, as will some other incidents, but we're a very united group. But, but one of the
3: goals, um, it might be the second one he's referring to, that we, uh, Patricio just threw one in. He yeah. completely,
1: completely, he's an absolute howler. Yeah. And
3: I was really disappointed that Maria didn't really pull him over the coals for that. Yeah, indeed. He, yeah. Didn't, he hasn't even mentioned him by name. He's going soft on his old Oh, yeah,
1: Even Fabio Capello is criticised was Mourinho this week for lacking respect?
3: Now nah, you're talking. Was he standing in his speedos?
1: I would. Yeah. <laughs> How much would you love a war of words between those two?
3: But Capella has to be in his speedo Yeah. What's hmm. Mourinho wearing? Uh, that coat he wore when he ran up down the on <laughs> at <that> Old Trafford. <laughs>
2: just the coat yeah but nothing are else they, are they on the, uh, on old, the deck? Cha, old chap flopping around are they on the deck while Brucey's jumping into the pool yeah, yeah.
3: they Bru- watching him yeah Bruce. while Ra- yeah.
1: Ragnick's in the water just looking up at him
3: <laughs> <laughs> Capello's got the tight trunks on and he's saying to Mourinho put some trunks on and Mourinho's saying no I'm
2: not wearing them I'm not affected by the weather and he's woolly coptering him and moments before Brucey's gone now watch this dive <laughs>
1: there we are everybody yeah. it's a good way to end the show but before we actually end it I want to talk uh, what's happening on uh, Football Ramble Presents this week uh, the On The Continent team will round up all Champions League action on Thursday so you don't have to worry about that that's in the bag they'll do okay. it
3: properly so we can have a laugh
1: absolutely I don't think you'll get any mentions of Willy coptering on there but sometimes that's a good thing I disagree, but you, you might get a mention. True enough. Uh, also on Football Ramble Presents today, Upfront is back and it's the return of international football this week. Always a fan, of course. Flo, Chloe and Rachel discuss what state each of the teams are in ahead of the Arnold Clark Cup. Plus, they give you the story of an epic title race in Scotland where Rangers are on the verge of making history. Get over to Football Ramble Presents for that today.
3: Yeah, get yourself over to Football Ramble Presents. Type in Football Ramble Presents in the app of choice and hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss a show loads of good stuff over there if you're only listening to the ramble every day you're missing out on loads of great stuff over there
1: big time thank you very much for listening to today's football ramble though part of the ACAST creator network of course on tomorrow's show Vish and I are back with PED oh so he gets
3: a chance to speak about his childish Gambino obsession Uh, ask him about it tomorrow
1: yeah he'll definitely clarify and uh, smooth things (laughs) over he
3: won't remember who childish Gambino (laughs) is is what
1: will happen very true Uh, well until tomorrow thank you very much Luke Moore see you later Thank you for tuning in to See you tomorrow. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you tomorrow.
0: The Football Ramble is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.